You are listening to the Courtship Code Podcast, where we use a combination of psychology, spirituality, and matchmaking industry techniques to help you to level up your love life. And I'm your host, relationship coach and author, Zara J. Don't forget to join us in our women's only Facebook group, Captivating Courtship Code, where you're able to continue the discussion, post questions for peer support, and also get free content and resources. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And thanks for listening. Hey, welcome to today's episode of the Courtship Code Podcast. And today we are saying bye-bye to situationships. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. It's going to be a delight. And we are on episode three of our relationship goal series. If you have been following this and you know that we are wrapping up the end of the year, this last bit of the quarter, the last two months of the year, focusing on relationship goals, getting you clear on your relationship goals, getting you aligned with them, getting you motivated, get you back believing in them so that in the new year, you are being intentional, you're being decisive, you are being committed to being committed, no longer being a people pleaser, lacking boundaries, disconnected from your feminine, all that stuff. So we're just going to be dialing in on that. And if you haven't already, go to captivatingcourtship.com slash relationship goals, get the free download. It has journaling prompts in it. And with those journaling prompts, it's going to allow you to kind of sit back and think about the shifts that you need to make in the new year in order to get closer and manifest your relationship goals. I'm also offering a special bonus live training, which is going to be a relationship goals training. We're going to be talking about this PDF, doing some Q&A, really diving in. And it's 100% free on November 30th for every woman who has worked with me in some capacity over the years. So if you have purchased the Breakup With Your Type Masterclass or you worked with me in coaching or anyway, we're doing this free live training on November 30th. And if you haven't, it's not too late. You can simply just go to captivatingcourtship.com slash breakup grab the masterclass and make sure that you come and join us. You'll already know your pattern types and all that before the masterclass. And as a special gift, you're going to get access to this free live training on November 30th so that you can come and focus on your relationship goals live with me. So like I said, today we're talking about bye-bye to situationships. And I wanted to make sure that I touched on a subject before we got to the end of the year. And as you're working on your relationship goals and taking the actions and the steps needed, because you realize that this is a value of yours. Your relationships are important, the quality of your life, the type of legacy that you leave behind, uh, the type of family life that you leave behind. It's something that you value. It's something that's really important to you. And in order to do that, in order to get in alignment with that, if you are currently in a situationship or a non-committal relationship or a man who's just not interested in the same type of relationship or going about the relationship the same way that you desire, you have to release that before the end of the year. It's important that you release that before the end of the year. And just, you know, the reality is, is that you want a committed relationship. You want to be married. You want family. You want all of the things that you've ever dreamed of and it's possible for you. It's possible and it's available to you. But 
If you are more committed to that man than you are committed to the type of relationship that you want, if you're entertaining men who cannot and will not provide the type of relationship that you desire, then you have to take ownership and accountability for the role that you're playing in it. It's so, so important to understand that you are part of creating the type of experience and you have every single option to opt in or opt out. But I also know, and I also understand that it can be really challenging, especially when you're in a place of low self-worth, especially when maybe there is something that this man has provided that you haven't experienced before. And the good in your eyes outweighs the bad. And that may not be the reality, right? But that's kind of the story that you tell yourself or how you convince yourself in order to stay in a situation that you're not happy with, in order to settle for less than you actually desire. So what I found in my time of uh, working with, you know, my matchmaking clients, with coaching clients, with running a coaching program, is that typically, if a man is not interested in actually being in a relationship or actually um, committing to it just being you two, within three to six months, I would say that, particularly within three months, if you've been consistently seeing someone for three months and they're not interested in being exclusive and it's just you two or they're not showing up in that way, um, they're not being intentional about the relationship, that may be a red alert for you that this man may possibly not be serious in an actual relationship. And we have a commitment ready checklist in our group. And it's also important to pay attention to the conversations that you all are having. And usually you'll be able to come to this conclusion clearly within the first 90 days. But also, even if you give that person more grace and you give it more time, you definitely want to examine the first six months. So if you've been consistently seeing someone for six months and they're not ready or really trying to be in an actual relationship, there's no exclusivity, you guys aren't going through different relationship milestones, it looks like it's an actual relationship and you two are actually moving the relationship forward, that's a red flag. So if you're listening to this and maybe you've been seeing someone for, you know, three or four or five months and it doesn't seem like the relationship is moving forward, maybe you haven't met their family or they haven't met yours and maybe they're not interested in committing or maybe they don't see marriage in their future or maybe you've been seeing someone for more than six months and, and those same things, it doesn't seem like the needle is moving on the relationship or you feel like you're with that person and they're not necessarily with you, then this is definitely something that you want to release. And it's difficult, I completely understand. You're emotionally attached. You're probably anxiously attached. You probably have placed so much of your dreams and your fantasies and your desires on being with this person. It feels good when you're with them, but it probably feels terrible when you're not. I completely understand. But staying in that situation is not gonna get you any closer to what it is that you actually desire. Now the person may come around, the person may not, but you have to get into a space of deciding what actually matters to you. So there are two things that I notice and I've been able to observe in my coaching clients and in my matchmaking clients and even in my past experiences, there are two things that typically occur that make staying in a situationship easy well, we're going to talk about that. What makes it stay? What makes it easy to stay in this situation? So the first thing is that you're probably uncomfortable 
with actually sitting in the feelings that make you feel unhappy, that make you feel hurt, that make you have to actually acknowledge your unhappiness and your discomfort, you're not allowing yourself to actually sit in that and acknowledge those feelings for what they are. It's very easy to just kind of energetically bypass or to just, um, you experience something or you feel an emotion and you just brush it off. And even if it hurts, even if it feels painful, you quickly try to remedy it. Maybe you try to make excuses for the person or you try to make excuses for a situation. Maybe you break up with the person and you don't allow yourself to fully go through about 45 to 60 days of con- consistently just completely disconnecting from them. And for some of you, it might take six months of completely disconnecting, but you don't allow yourself to completely disconnect from the person as soon as it starts to feel unbearable or maybe you feel like you don't have the options that you desire, you quickly run back to them. You send a text to them, you pick up the phone, maybe you go see them, you go spend time with them because it feels so uncomfortable for you to sit in the feelings or sit in the emotions that you have of being unhappy or feeling lonely or feeling dissatisfied that you're looking for some type of cure to quickly allow. It's almost like a drug, you know, it's like an addiction. It's like a drug. It's like a high where you don't want to feel that. So you're quickly looking for something to cope with that pain. And that person is your coping mechanism. This idea of being loved, this idea of validation, and you don't want to feel those emotions. So the best thing that you can think to do is to try to get some type of connection with this person who is actually causing the pain and causing the discomfort. But that person, that pain also acts as your drug. So just like any other drug, right? So that's the first thing is you learning to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and allowing yourself to sit in those feelings and allowing yourself to go through the process and allow yourself to go through, even when it comes to meeting someone new and getting back out there, allow yourself to accept that situation for what it is instead of always running back to your uncomfortable comfort zone. Now, the second thing that I noticed that keeps people comfortable in these situationships is that they don't have an environment that supports them to level up. Now, there's a there's a really great saying, and it's by Abraham Lincoln, actually. And he says, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I will spend four hours sharpening the axe. And what he's saying in that is that you should be spending more time focusing on the tool to get you the result that you want than just simply the result. So let's just say you're a woman and you are experiencing the situationship or you're trying to make changes. And in your mind, the change is simply finding a new man or finding a new relationship when really the thing that you should be focused on is getting new skills, new habits, new environments, new things that's going to support the goal that you actually want to accomplish. You need to focus in on sharpening and getting better at your tools so that you're not falling back into the same space that you fell into before. And part of this, a major part of this is your environment. 
I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to have the right type of women around you, have the right type of environment because you need to be privy to conversations that you're not currently being privy to, how other women are operating, how they are expressing themselves, how they are connecting, how they are navigating courtship, what things they look for, what things they don't look for, what boundaries they put up, what boundaries you know they haven't put up in the past. You need to have a better understanding. And that is truly one of the, the beautiful aspects of the Captivating Courtship Code Coaching program is that you have so much access to women to information that you typically wouldn't have privy and you wouldn't well, you wouldn't be privy to right so you get to see different posts you never see different concerns you get to see different moments you get to see different conversations you get to experience the coaching of another woman while you're being coached through them right? Because someone else may ask a question or share an experience or talk about a situation that maybe you didn't know that you needed to hear. You also get to see the wins of other women. So then you can piece together how you have or what you have been able to observe in the time of you being in this program with the other women. What choices did they make? What steps did they take? What things did they do differently? than what you are currently doing or what you haven't what haven't you been doing that allow you to accelerate the process because just like you know that famous law of averages is that you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with so i want you to look at your girlfriends at your friend circle at your family circle the people that you talk about relationships with most often maybe you don't talk about it with anyone and you're getting all your information from social media or YouTube or blogs. And maybe that information hasn't quite helped you. <laughs> Except for this podcast. This podcast is very helpful. But maybe, but even with that, right? The podcast is not enough. I'm just going to say that right now. This content is great, of course. 100% stand by it. And I'm giving you the raw and authentic you know, version and my thoughts and my experience and everything on a podcast, but there are actions and things that you need to know as far as implementation. Of course, everything that we do in the program, everything that's provided for you is not going to be provided solely on a podcast or on a social media post. So there's environments, there's information, there's activities, there's transformations, there's things that you need to have exposure to because the environments that you put yourself into will grant you the success that you desire and you need to see these things. When it comes to how to navigate courtship, so many women, when they join coaching, they say that part of the reason to join coaching is because they aren't clear on how to navigate it. So the beautiful thing is when you start seeing other women enter relationships or getting engaged or getting married, you get to ask them questions specifically on what did you do? What shifts did you make? We just had a really great call last week with a woman who is coming up on, I think it's 10 months or maybe 11 months into the program and she got engaged a month ago. And being able to recount where she was last year when she joined the program versus where she is now, being able to host a call for the other women to ask her questions and to learn from her and to learn you know, what steps, what transformations, where she was and things that she struggled with versus where she is now, that's extremely beneficial because most people don't have that type of transparency, vulnerability, and access to that level of information. And they don't think about the, the need for that when it comes to relationships. But the law of averages says that you are the sum of the five people you spend your, your most time with. So if you don't have access to women who are having these types of conversations that are supporting you in a positive way, that are encouraging you, that are showing you a better way to attract men or a better way to navigate relationships, then it's really easy to stay 
in a situationship because that settling seems normal. It seems acceptable. In some ways, the people around you may even be encouraging it in some ways, right? Maybe because they just don't make a big of a deal about it. Maybe because they're so used to seeing you a certain way, they don't question it. Maybe because you haven't wanted to um, feel exposed or feel hurt by their critiques. So you shut down and you don't share anything with them because you don't want to be exposed. You don't want to be critiqued. So you don't talk to them about what you're experiencing or how you're actually feeling. So you're not being fully vulnerable and transparent either in a way to protect yourself and protect your comfort zone in that situation. But without a doubt, your environment plays a major role. You know, they say... Um, when it comes to the the law of averages and you being the five, you know, one of the, the, some of the five people that you spend the most time with your environment and the people that you spend your time with, they say has a 95% impact on your success rate. That is huge. That is huge. If 95% of your success has to do with the impact of the people that you spend your time with, if you're not placing value on that and you're not understanding that this is something that is having a drastic impact on you and in your relationship goals and what it is that you want or maybe shifting your situationship, you have to understand that like women need villages, right? I mean, people on average need to put themselves in environment. That's why you have programs and organizations and fraternities and sororities and communities and coaching programs and all these different environments that you can intentionally place yourself in to get access to the type of people, to the type of environment, to the type of level up that you desire. But when it comes to situationship, and the reason why I keep saying pointing out the environment aspect is because your environment may be keeping you comfortable. And you may need access to a different support system, a different environment that's going to uplift you, protect you, hold you, and show you that you can have more and show you what it means to get more and how to go about that. And it's really hard because situationships, your heart is tied to it, you know? Your heart is tied to it. Your emotions are involved. You've been fantasizing about the idea of this person and not the real person. It's really hard to break away. It can feel so painful. It can feel so painful, like you're divorcing yourself or like you're losing a part of yourself when you are breaking away from a person or experience that has a hold on you, that feels like an addiction, that feels like a high, that that you really desire to be with. And a part of you may believe that there is a real potential in that future, but the other person is not providing it. And you're just so miserable and unhappy, but you don't know how to stop going back to them. You need a support just like with any other drug or any other habit, you need AA, is it AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, right? Or you need some type of rehab or some type of organization to uphold you when you're weak. And that's definitely a beautiful thing that I've been able to identify and spot with the women in the program. So wrapping this up for you, um, just to remind you that these are the two things that typically happen. Either you're very uncomfortable with sitting in those feelings, dealing with the actual emotions and now acknowledging for what they are and sitting in them long enough to push past them and let them pass through so that you're no longer running back to the past, but you're willing to push forth and create new habits. And you need to put yourself in environments 
where you are the sum of that new environment, you can then adapt because that's what happens when you come into a new environment. You adapt to those behaviors. You adapt to that mindset where, you know, as human beings, that's what we naturally do. We adapt to our environment. So you will adapt to the environment of the people around you. If the people around you aren't giving you the support, the encouragement, the guidance for you to adapt to new behaviors, new paths when it comes to your love life, then it's very difficult for you to do it on your own. You're the sum of the five people around you and those people have a 95% impact on your success rate and whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, but even with relationships. So I'm leaving that with you. And as I said, you can go to captivatingcourtship.com slash relationship goals, get the free PDF, and also make sure that you get the breakup with your type masterclass so that you can join us for the free live training. And you'll also be able to learn about your habits. It's a, you can access that masterclass whenever you're ready and get to know the habits, get to learn more about your pattern types and really start making the decision to get in alignment with your relationship goals in the new year. And of course, as always, if you want to book a call, if you're interested in coaching, if you're ready to come into an environment, if you're ready to get the support that you need, then you're going to want to go to captivatingcourtship.com slash coaching and go ahead and complete the application, book your captivating session and come join us in the Captivating Courtship Coaching Program. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. If you've enjoyed this episode, then make sure you share it with family, friends, or any of your peers who may benefit from listening to the Courtship Code podcast. I'll be back next week with more tips to help you level up your love life. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And until then, stay on code.